<laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah? Okay. Mm. Welcome. My name is Danny. I go by Third Eye Child. Um, who am I joined with? This this person right here? Man. We're in a new space right now. And uh yeah, I came by. I came by and I wanted to just talk about what it means to be connected with your inner child and um I don't think there's any other person to do that with um than Ashley. Say hi. Hey everybody. It's hard to not say welcome, so I'm just going to say welcome. <laughs> and here we are on another special episode where I'm your co-host and not your host. And yeah, I'm excited to get into this. Thank you so much for showing up into this space, um, you know, coming for the miles that you came and for wanting to host. It's my pleasure, seriously, because, like, um, just listening to this podcast and how healing it can be, like, it's a privilege just to be here and just to, like, be face-to-face, one-on-one. For those who don't know, I'm originally from New York, uh, and uh, I moved out to Florida, and I feel like I learned a lot. One one of the things I definitely did kind of integrate in my life was reestablishing, I would say, my connection to, reestablishing my connection to what it means to create, what it means to, like, live life, essentially. And my way to do that for the longest time was to create, and I feel like my intentions for that over time have changed and got more deeper and deeper. And um, I can say I was lost. And I'm glad I was lost. And I think a lot of us do feel like that, especially nowadays. Especially with just what we see on the media, the demands that we are expected to live up to as entrepreneurs, as creatives, and how it's easy for not only what other people see in you, but for what you see in yourself to lose sight of what you would like to be, what you choose to be. And... Comparing that to who you, you were and what was placed for you to just move on in life. And um, I tie all that back to my creativity because my creativity is my expression and my expression is my truth. Whether I liked it or not, you know, you can look at somebody walking down the street, you know, they're wearing, they're wearing you know, just the hypey stuff and you know why they're wearing it. But then you can see someone wearing something thrifted and you can see someone wearing heirlooms, you know, and everyone's got a story, and everyone's telling it whether they like it or not. And uh, I wanted to kind of uncover where that came from. And the only conclusion I came to um, was that we all kind of, we share our desires, whether we like it or not. You know, we speak to one another, we all get a sense of like, okay, I see where this person's coming from. And uh, I feel like that's a good starter with this, because I asked you a question to where, I believe that, especially since my creativity comes from my inner child, the person that holds all my desires since I was a kid and who's still present with me, it took me a while to acknowledge him. And I know after meeting you, Ash, 
um, became powerful just to integrate that not only in my creativity, just in my own personal life and how my art can be healing and it can be healing to others. So me recognizing that talent within myself, I wanted to ask you um, and just to ask you to elaborate on the talents that came with that and acknowledging that, if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, you were just spitting. Like, I was just really <laughs> absorbing what you were saying. Because, like, it. especially when you were talking about, you know, people walking around and, like, whether you realize it consciously or subconsciously, like, you are expressing yourself and you're showing who you are through what you wear and what you gravitate towards. And I truly believe that. And it's just, like, you know, taking me to, to my answer to your question, um, it's like you asked me the direct question of what did my inner child give me, mm -hmm. right? And I said to see the unseen and to speak the unspoken. And, you know, <laughs> that's an interesting one. I didn't realize that was going to be the bubble when you said it, so you did a really good job at that. I try to do that as well when I'm, like, asking people questions that are going to come on. I, I try to make it, like, natural in conversation so, like, they don't realize that that's going to be the bubble and that it is. Um, so you got me. There's that. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful gift, and I'm truly honored to have it. Does it always feel beautiful? No. Um, does it, like, uh, isolate you? I mean, me, right? I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about my inner child. I'm talking about the thing it gave me. You know, it's given me so much, but I feel like above all that has been, like, the gift. The biggest gift that, whether, that was birthed inside of me and um, handed to my teenage self and pushed away from my teenage self and then given again to my adult self and um, I'm trying my best to handle it with care you know because you can see things um, you know you can read people and see things you can be intuitive uh, and that could be used for good and that could be used for not so good things and um, I just do my best personally to become aware of the ways people use different things and um, always root my my doings and my sharings in in a why. Like, is this, uh, there was like a quote from, like a, an ancient proverb from someone, like, is it kind? Um, is it necessary? Something else and something else, you know, with all due respect to that ancient mm -hmm. folk who said that stuff. Um, but I always think of that, you know, like, is it necessary? Because when I was younger, like, I have a dream about somebody. I'd be like, I need to tell them. I need to tell them right now, you yeah. know? And then, like, having dreams about people, like, can be interesting, especially, like, when it, it could get misunderstood, you know? And um, I realized, okay, like, slow down. You don't need to tell everyone everything. And if it's something that my elder always says to me, has said to me, it's, um, like, First of all, like slow down, Mia. Like that's that's number one. And then he's like, yeah. and then he's like, you know, you don't need to tell everyone everything. And that's like a repeated thing. Like you know, I've had people in my life. I've had, you know, different important and significant human beings express to me what privacy was and um, and or discernment in speech. Simultaneously, when um, 
this gift that I have, uh, I get excited. You know, my inner child wants to take it and run and hand deliver it to other people. But other people don't always want that. And I feel like you also have to ask consent, you know. And that's like, so like my inner child, like going out of me and being like, oh, tell this person this message that you received. Tell this person this thing that you've seen. Tell this person this thing that you feel, you know. And like if I don't ask, like, hey, are you open for this? Like usually like eight times out of ten doesn't get the best response. And um, I have had to learn that over and over again. But um, in that in that process, I feel like just slowing down and like being like, "Yo, it's okay to be excited. Let's be excited together." Yeah. Like me and my inner child, like, "Yo, let's be excited together." Not not to exclude because my inner teenager's in here too. Like, and now she's a part of it. Yeah. You know, she's done rebelling and she's a part of it and integrating into that. And like, that's something that. I definitely want to like get into at another point, maybe on another podcast, is like really talking about that inner teenager, you know, mm -hmm. because mine was fucking wild. Like <laughs> anybody who I've grown up with, I'm sure wouldn't imagine me in the space that I'm in now and speaking on the things. Or maybe they could, because it's like I was always myself. I was just bugging, you know, like it's just a little, little, little wild. <laughs> like, like I was just kind of like thugging and bugging and getting in trouble, and like it's. You know, I learned and integrated those lessons. And um, I realized the thing is, my perspective, when your inner child gives you a gift, it's like you can view it like some people view it as your inner child. Some people view it from God. Some people view it from creator, you know, which is still from your inner child because, you know, it's still that gift, right? Like that your inner child is handing to you because it's something that's coming up, something you can remember as a child. You know, you can't. I mean, I it's speak for myself. I don't remember creator giving me you know, because I was born, right? Like, I, of course, I remember having. I know having. Um, but that moment of gift, I can recollect back to my inner child more than I can directly from source, because, like, being born and stuff, it's like, I don't remember all that, yeah. right? But <laughs> um, with that being said, it's like, there's a saying, like, you, you use what, what God gives you, or um, it gets lost. You know, and and I've gotten lost in that. I've gotten lost in my gifts. I've gotten lost in in not utilizing them and suppressing them and not wanting to not wanting to share them not only with other people outside of myself but with me. And in that process, um, that that that's it's not great when when I do that. So I want it to be great. So I'm trying not to do that anymore. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm at with. Yeah. This has been an episode of Durazzi Pasca. <laughs> like, wow. Like, you really, you hit the nail on a lot of things. I feel like I packed a punch. Like, you you touched on so many things that I feel like, well, first off, I just want to say this. For those who may not be familiar with the term inner child, uh, I feel like I should, like, bring some clarity. And if not, you know, if you still don't get it after this, well, good luck. But uh, I feel like... Personally, me, my politics on how I'm oriented, I feel like people are born with an innate truth about themselves. And I think a medium such as art or podcasting or music, you know, which I, in my opinion is still art. Uh, and um, But I think everyone has that. And it's kind of your right as a human to kind of explore that 
you know, it's your pri- it's a privilege, you know, to just be existing in this messed up world. And I think just after hearing what you were very kind to explain, you know, since that is a very deep and personal thing, you know, just talking about these experiences, you know, just having flashbacks of like my own experiences and how like the synchronicity is what you're talking about. But, um, you know, the fact that you have that ability, you know, I think it just goes beyond what people may assume as just assumptions. It goes beyond discernment. I think it goes beyond introspection and existentialism. I think it's all kind of tied to that. I think it's the gateway to that. And I think it kind of holds weight once you recognize that because it's kind of it's kind of sounds like this is like your inner child is like kind of like your inner adult at the same time. It's like this is this is what you got to do and you got to listen to me because this is what you want. It's like I'm holding the power, you know? It's like so it is it's like a power dynamic. My inner child is the one that's holding the power, which could be just as like a the adult aspect. 100%. 100%. I mean, I think I think um I mean, you were you were speaking on like the teenager stuff as well, you know, and I think it's just like the parental, the sibling, and like the the child, like the literal child, like relationship that we have within ourselves. And I think, uh, especially when we get older, you know, I'm really young. I, I always like give myself care. I feel like I'm 30, but I'm 21. <laughs> so, um, and you know that that that's another conversation. But definitely, um. You know, when you were speaking on losing yourself in that, you know, I think for the longest time, just recognizing the fact that what it did for me to tap into my inner child, which was just honestly playing with my Legos and just making a little story. But it was beyond that. It was what I got to see from that. It was like, oh, well, I kind of just made my own story. Oh, wait. And when I got older, I was like, I can draw that. Oh, no, I can animate that. Oh, I can turn that into a franchise. Oh, I can do this. I can do it. And then... um. That all just spawned from kind of, I would say, that relationship with keeping the inner child alive, keeping my desires intact, but understanding where they come from. And I think the process that, that this causes kind of like activates this sense of just kind of self-work, you know, because I, I think it's an extension of you and your truth. And if you're not totally 100% on that, you should go try to find that out. But know what that costs. And I want to talk to you. I want to ask you what's been your experience with that because I think what you kind of like tapped on at the very end about like, you know, just you explaining your experience with it is that I think the more we get to use it, the more we get to kind of like test it out. It is a muscle at the end of the day, just like running, you know, like, sure, you may be good at a sprint, but are you good at a jog? Are you good at a power, you know, power jog, you know? Are you good at, you may be great at a marathon, but are you good at the Ironman? Are you good, you know, lifting weights? You know, they can be, it's using the same muscle just in a different way. So I kind of want to ask you, you know, like, just with just starting with the inner child and maybe as an adult, you're like, oh, like, I should really integrate what I like to do as a kid, what I thought of as a kid. Because guess what? I was most happy when I was thinking about that in relation to your issues which I feel like since this is connected to your development as a person, it kind of forces that on you, I would say, just from my personal experience. But I want to ask you essentially, like, summing that up, how has that been for you? How has that journey been for you? Let's just say 
let's just say when it like really deeply impacted you, when you recognize this was the inner child, this is where your gifts were coming from and in relation to the work that you had to do, the responsibility. So I feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm still learning that, you know? Um, I, I'm not really sure when I realized it was my inner child. I think I viewed it differently. I guess I, I did view it more from the, the aspect of like, this is the gift that I have. I didn't know where the gift was from. Um, you know, just from the divine, from the above, from creator, from, yeah. but like it, I didn't have, I didn't look at it in this grounded way. And like, actually your perspective of this is like really helping me to ground into it. In fact, like it's also helping me understand like, what is that inner teenager? The inner teenager is literally just the transition of it. It's like the, it's the, the in between. It's like, it's literally like, here's the gift. And then this is the, integration or like the not transition it's I'm looking for another word uh I, I suppose the transformation like this is what the gift looks like in motion with or without your consent to exist really yeah. like because it's gonna exist no matter what it's like are you gonna utilize it mm-hmm. it's always gonna be around like it's like you know you you if you you're naturally good at drawing you know some people are naturally good my sister can hear any sound any song, I mean, and play it on the piano. Like, but she hasn't wow. played the piano in years. But if she was near a piano, she could still do it. Like, she yeah. could still do it. So it's like, you know, we have these innate talents. But, like, I guess I suppose some of them can be neglected more than others. Um, you know, something like that, you could just not be around the piano. Um, other things, I think that we have, um, yeah, some things are not avoidable. Uh, in, in my case, with the gift that my inner child gave me, it's it's not really um, able to be avoided because it's like a visceral thing. Um, the way I receive it, it's like if I am going against what I'm seeing that might not be seen, um, not saying what I feel that needs to be said or doing what I feel needs to be done, um, it will affect me physically in many different aspects. It'll look different. It could be weight gain, weight loss, like, you know, um, fluctuations with different things on my body, in my body, in my mental, like all of these different aspects, um, you know, and it's not to say that we all don't go through that because I believe we all have our intuition. Uh, We all have an innate sense. I believe that certain people are supposed to speak on it more than others. Like some people are just like, they're intuitive and they're just content with like being intuitive and not really saying much to anyone. For me, it's like, I could feel that way, but I will like viscerally feel like I need to, you know, and then. I will, and after I do, there's, like, this instant thing that will happen that will just align, you know, like the flow state. Like, I'll say something. I remember posting something. I think I talked about this one another time on the podcast. Like, after my father had passed away, um, there was a caution tape on my steps, and it said, cuidado, right? But the tape was just caught. It said, dad, 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 all Everywhere that the tape was sitting, 
it was just landed on on dad, D-A-D, D-A-D. So I took a picture of that and I had like wrote something when, on my first Instagram that I had. And um, I was just gonna post it and something told me to just like share a little something and I felt so vulnerable. I felt like I didn't wanna do it at all. Like I was like, I'm completely good. Like at this point, I was like not someone who really, like yes, I shared and I talked, but not as much about the depthful stuff and certainly not on a public platform. Like I was just talking to my good friend Sam earlier, like we were saying how we were just like the shy people, like growing up, like pretending to be sick, trying to go home, all this stuff just to like not exist in public. So to me, I feel like that's significant in what my gift is and how I'm navigating it, how my experience of like learning about it is just like, it's bigger than me, you know what I'm saying? And that's not to put me on a pedestal by any means. You know, everyone has something. This happens to be the thing that I have. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily glorify it because, you know, when you see the things that aren't traditionally seen, you, you get outcasted, you get, um, you do fall into that misfit category, whether you feel you are or not. Um, it could be uncomfortable. Things don't make sense um, a lot, but they make so much sense at the same time. And it's not until you kind of come across a person who has a similar gift and, as you that you can be like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, this is like a reality. And in that, I feel like everyone can kind of get that from their, their gift from their inner child, you know, whether that's any platform, you know, whether it's art, whether it's music, whether it's crafting wood. Like, you might craft wood till the fucking sun comes up. And then, like, people are like, why do you love wood so much? Like, what is good with you, you know? And then, like, someone who loves wood is like, why? Like, look at that finish. You sanded it to perfection. Look at the shade of stain. How did you even make that happen? You know what I'm saying? That person's speaking your language. And you're like, whoa, I feel seen in a good way. Not I feel seen in a way that's like, you know, because people will see you. But they don't have the capacity to do anything with what they're seeing because it's not in the same I don't know, I, maybe they don't know what to do with themselves if they were seen, I, I don't know, it's like, it's, yeah, that's, that's what I gotta say about that. <laughs> so, I feel called to just say that, you know, I think you're just, it's rare to hear someone talk about it in that regard. And it's rare to hear someone just kind of like, you're tapping into things that include your childhood and you're tapping into things to where it sounds like um like there's like a real real like it had an effect I know this cuz just um not only you're my friend but like you know just just what you're tapping into that it's such a weight at times you know that it it goes beyond if I enjoy it or not it's just part of your being you know so it's the fact that you know it's 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 the reason why you were shy at times. It was the reason why you loved a certain thing at, at certain times. So it's it's the fact that, you know, when you see that in another person, I think I think it's a f- another form of communication. Imagine we were mute. I mean animals are mute. I mean they don't to our knowledge they don't uh, speak. 
they don't have a language system, they don't have a writing system, but they still have that instinctual connection to know what to do. You know, and I, obviously as humans, we have that in our habits. And I believe one of our habits, as it is a gift to all, is just to learn. And I definitely, you know, what, what does a child do? Its whole function is to understand the world to their own benefit, you know. And to support that within yourself is one of the greatest strengths you can give yourself. And um, I think doing that in a society, in a culture that doesn't promote that, but wants you to be what is expected to be, um, is one of the hardest things to kind of, I would say, tap into because it kind of just forces your inner child to not be seen, forces your inner child not to be flourished, you know, and um, I think people just have the wrong interpretation when they kind of experience the hardships that come with the rejection of their inner child and their abilities. So when you do get an opportunity, um, and I'm, this is just my interpretation of what you're saying. But um, when you do get an opportunity to see someone shine that, I think it is just something that it's like I would say, you know, any anybody from immigrant parents or an immigrant an immigrant themselves, um, or who anybody who lives in a different country. Once you hear your home dialect, like once you hear a certain slang, you see you hear some a, a certain tone, you hear a reference to something, you see it is the same communication that resides in someone moving with expression, you know? Like, that's their truth. That's the only way they know how to communicate. Um, personally, what I come to realize is that, especially in our culture, I think people just, it's hard to find the genuine side to that. And I feel like that talks about the abilities of your inner child, the use of it, the responsibility of it. And um, I think you made a perfect example with that very touching, you know, experience, you know, the fact that you saw that um, during the time of your dad's passing, you know, the fact that you just recognize that, like, this is like, I mean, it just, it's a conversation, you know, death that where it affects people in all different ways, you know, and it's just not, in my personal opinion, obviously, like, you felt this, but, like, it's just not proper way to manage um it kind of reckons sorry I'm, I'm like trying to process this but it's it's the fact that you have an acknowledgement you get this sense like people are not going to receive this the way I want to receive them whether I like it or not and it talks about a delicate topic yeah. you know yeah and um it's for sure a delicate topic and I think you bring yourself to this moment to where, like, okay, well, then how do I use that then? How do I properly use it? I know I can use it well. And this is this is something I've been experiencing currently at this moment and just coming to grips with that, you know. And I believe that this is where um, people operate just without this understanding and kind of, like, tumble and, and kind of confront themselves to where, like, I love to do something, but X is in the way because and this is this equals success and, you know, I mean, man, like, I think people need to really trust their own journey and what they want to, to see that as because it's a different case for everybody, just like their gifts, just like, you know. And it is a blessing to just recognize that you can communicate with someone in just not a normal regard, but the one that's more touching and rare. And people have different reactions to that all the time. 
And it's up to you if, you know, how you want to use that. Like, I mean, you said it. People are just more intuitive and just choose to reside in that. And um, I think we've uh, always been the people type of people. Like, that's great, you know. But, like, where where is that strength? Where Where is that strength? Where is that communication? Where are the defenses for that, for people like us, you know? Like, I, I don't see that in our culture. And, um... I personally would just like to put in the universe that I intend to change that in my own way. It may not be um, on the platforms that most people envision that as. I don't even know what that platform is. I'm trying to discover it for myself. Same here. You know? <laughs> so, and this is this is kind of t- tapping on that. So, I think for sure that you are, you are definitely um, a person that kind of allowed me to recognize just the weight, the responsibility of this. And I just want to say on this podcast, thank you for that. Because it put me on a path to kind of touch on this next topic, if you don't mind. Unless you want to say anything. Do you want to say anything else? One thing I do want to say, um, well, two things. So we're going to keep it in the spirit of me crying on <laughs> yeah. every podcast. Let's, right. let's go there, you know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, something else that I've just been realizing is um, over the years, it's like when you're actually doing that thing. That, that gift you have, when you're giving it a space to exist, it's going to trigger the people who are not allowing a space for their own gifts to come up and exist. And I want to remind every person that may be going through that, it, as hard as it is to not base our, you know, external on our internal taking it from a bird's eye view and just seeing it as like well if someone's kind of like super resistant or like going hard and like you know having a naturally like repulsed response to something that like genuinely brings you joy and isn't harming anyone big on that you know big on like considering everyone else um not talking about like bypassing you know talking about Like, oh, okay, I drew this picture, and I feel really good about it. And if that's, like, you know, triggering somebody, like, I guess the best thing, hard thing, but the best thing we can do is just kind of hold compassion for that person that it's triggering them and identify that. Like, they're hurting. For someone to look at you receiving joy from something and not be able to also have joy they're clearly neglecting so many things within themselves and it's coming out in that way because it's most likely just like very subconscious you know it's just like someone might just have a sensation of like I don't like this like this doesn't feel good but not the willingness to ask themselves why so um I ask I respectfully invite anyone who's listening to this that may be feeling that to remind yourselves that it's okay to feel good about the things that you love and that you feel good about and that you are natural at uh, despite anyone's response. Yeah. I appreciate you for saying that. I really do. Yeah, for sure. Especially since um, it can come from many different places. It can come from many different reasons. And um, the hardest part 
is when there's truth in that. When it is based on um, a reflection of other people's, especially like your loved ones, your friends, it could be your partner, um, it could be your, your mentor. You know, like, how do you react to somebody saying, like, financial issues are in the way of you living your best self? Um, pursuing uh, different career paths to sustain what you're fighting for. Um, not doing enough. Doing, doing too much. You know, not looking in the right places. Things that can, like, kind of cloud your judgment to what is right for you and what is right for your inner child. Um, what I, what I kind of do in response to that, what I've learned to do in response to that, is to just um, definitely take a bird's eye view and just say, all right, well, what if I saw just a child crying in the corner? If I asked him why he was crying, it's like, I can't be me. And if I asked, why can't you be you? Because everyone else was telling me I couldn't be me. You know, that how do you, how do you protect that? Because you have you come to this realization that that's you. That's that is the first kind of child you kind of have to take care of. Correct. Whether you have children or not. Yeah, hundred percent. Whether you have children or not. Yeah, definitely. So it's this it's this moment where how do you want to raise yourself? How do you want to evolve yourself to be? And um, <laughs> it's it's a for me, it's shocking. It put me in a in a place where like this was beyond art. This is this means I have to make something of it, and um, it took me I would say all my strength to just kind of experience what it means to fight for it, what it means to develop it, what it means to sustain it, and um, I think that was really great what you said, and I think it's it's important to acknowledge that and how we may be saying it, but we go through it ourselves, you know, and like shoot. It almost got me. Mm-hmm. I thought I lost. I thought I was gone. Mm-hmm. I thought everything I was doing it was just because I thought it looked pretty. But I knew I knew it wasn't. But I didn't. I couldn't tell you why. So I had to keep finding it. And for me, um, I can just speak on my experience. But this leads me into like a topic that only makes sense to me uh, so far. And um, it's the reason why. Some people have blue eyes instead of brown. It's the reason why, you know, I my family speaks a certain way. It's the reason why kind of we're all here in this ancestry. It's our roots. It's where we come from. You know, and I think you can relate that to watching your dad, you know, just flip over a piece of paper and he just draws your favorite Disney character. You can relate that to, you know, watching your mom, like, work hard all day, and she's cooking for everybody. You know, there are just things that situationally that kind of define us. And uh, I think when people have a bad reaction that when they get beat down too much, I think it's hard for people to kind of relate to the inner child out of strength, out of ego, out of reconnecting yourself with reality. And I'm, I'm a really believer, big believer in balance because I think if you don't give yourself the energy to protect the inner child, you will lose the inner child, and therefore you seek to protect in others what you believe is right for them without that understanding of what they desire. And how to, what the best opportunity to do is integrate that in your reality and learning the steps for that. 
So I know there's definitely people in my corner who are telling me I should be doing moving a certain way, whether I like it or not. You know, and it could be your boss, it could be your family members, it could be your loved ones. But you need the discernment for yourself to understand what your truth is, you know. And you need to reflect back on the times where you saw what made you happy and what made others happy. And once you have the realization that you can kind of change your own reality, maybe even others' reality with that, you can make an impact on your reality to where it's your last day on this earth and you can say, at least I worked at it. At least I tried. I feel like that's just the goal that we should also strive for. And um, I want to ask you, um, in relation to that, how that reflects with you and your gifts and how the positive moments and how, like, your, your first initial memories of that, if you can reflect on a moment in your life where, like, it really felt good. It could be small. It could be big. But if you don't mind. Well, you know, I'm going to give you duality. So I'm going to, I can't just give you positive. Um, one thing I do want to say, which it kind of ties into what you're saying in general. Um, well, I'll start with this. My first memory of like the gift that my inner child has given me, I guess I could say. I had I woke up from a dream and I laid in bed. I had to be like five. This is one of my first memories in general, like period. Like I had to be like I had to be, maybe I was even four. I might have even been a little bit younger because I believe I was in preschool. So I was really little. I was like a little tiny baby. But I was like, I think I was four, four or five. Anyway, um, I said, I said to my dad, I woke up out of bed and I walked over to my dad and I said, what if when we go to sleep, we're awake? And if, and when we, wake up, we're asleep. And this is like, one, like I said, this is like one of the first memories I had. And my dad's sitting at the table, the Capricorn he was, uh, writing in his little um, bank statement book, you know, all of, the, all of his expenses and accounting for everything. And here's his little bean cancer daughter that comes up and says some like prophetic, you know, the spiritual, like whatever, philosophical ass shit. And, and like he literally just stopped and he looked at me. I forgot exactly what he said in this moment right now. He said something like, like, how are you asking me that question? <laughs> like, like not nasty or anything. He was just like, like it was kind of like, are you for real? Like you're fine. Like, you know, I, I forgot exactly what he said, but it wasn't like an instant like, oh my God, you're so smart. Like, how could you? Like, I, it was just like, it, it, I actually didn't realize that it was um, not a positive experience until I shared it with somebody. Like, not the most positive experience. Because, like, I always joke about it, but I joke about a lot of things because it's how I cope with a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. So I said it to somebody. I don't know if it was a therapist or, like, someone who was a friend who was studying to be a therapist, someone, someone, someone was like, oh, wow, that must have felt very invalidating. Oh, I remember exactly who I said it, actually. It was her birthday yesterday, so that was wonderful. But um, she's, she, she was like, that must have felt very invalidating. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I was, like, offended, you know, because, like, 
when some when someone dies, like you know, a parent dies, stuff, you can't help but like glorify things about them. Like you know, of course, like they had good and bad, you know, humans. Um, but like you remember the best, just like you know, with other things that end yeah. or like whatever the case is. And um, yeah, I, I didn't even consider that because I always just laughed. It was like, what are you like? What are you talking about? Like you're five. Like what do you mean? Like and I didn't even think about it. And I was like, oh shit! Like, is that like a moment where I felt like my sharing my thoughts were like too much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, you know, I don't like look back and I'm like, ah, oh, like fuck you, dad. Like why would you do that? Like no, like, he was literally just doing his thing, and I just bursted in and was like. <laughs> big ass question that yeah. he couldn't really answer <laughs> or like dive into without it with it probably making sense in my in my brain but I understand how that person brought up that it's like I wasn't being acknowledged or like seen or, or celebrated for like something that made me like brought me so much like excitement and and inquisitiveness and like so many different aspects right so yeah, I feel like for me, it's always that. Like, I can't, like, I guess not always. Like, there are some times that it's definitely um, more positive than, like, neutral and or negative and then vice versa. But other memories, I mean, I remember all the time, like, especially my mom, but, like, so many people, like, would just be talking or, like, talking to themselves around me, asking questions you know, out the window or whatever. And I'm like, or like, I would just answer them. And like, how the fuck did I know? Like, I was like a child. Like, how would I know these things? And everyone used to always say to me, like, oh, it's so like, you know, you, how do you know these things? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> like, but, but, you know, like, this is like a thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you just give me dating advice and you're like, Six, like how the fuck do you have relationship advice? Like, you know what I mean? Whatever the case is, it's like life stuff. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, cool. Like, and I would feel like good about that, but like I still felt weird about it because I didn't understand what, what was going on. And then like I guess I felt affirmed when like um I started to understand more and when that was like shared with me um from my mother and like other like close loved ones around me that like you know this is something that comes from my lineage that's something that comes from my my family my ancestors that there's people in my family that have this thing like that sticks out a little bit more than um you know than others like and, uh, w- no instructions but but the validation that I know it's like I'm not alone right <laughs> so you know you win some you lose some right but I'm grateful for that mm-hmm. and um and then just like meeting people and like just, like, sharing certain things that helped people, you know, like, or just seeing people that wanted to be seen so bad, like, and, and um, you know, I feel like that, that, that's, like, the positive stuff I have from it is when, um, when it's exactly what somebody needed, like, whether it's even a podcast episode, a post on Instagram, uh, a conversation at the deli, uh, holding the door open and, like, get, whatever it is, like, Listening to myself and, and, and seeing and or saying something that maybe someone wouldn't traditionally say, even if they did see, I think um, it's like a high-risk, high-reward. 
you know. That's my perspective. That's great. I mean, you took something that when you reflected on it, it still gave you that jump, like that that dive, you know, like I feel like that's just the perfect example of not allowing other people to kind of define who you are. But at the same time, they kind of led you on the path, you know, like I'm a big believer accepting, rejecting it or changing it. So I think that's just fight or flight. You know, I feel like it's just a response. But I believe there's also just the innovative side to that, which is just kind of changing it to take it for what it is and just like renew it, you know, into your vision, your perspective. And so I do, I really do see that for yourself, just for the fact that no matter what, how someone viewed what you did, you still like kept at it, you know, and you didn't know where it was going to lead you. But yeah, you know, like it did affect me. Like, I don't want that to get twisted. Like it affected me a lot, a lot more than I actually realized. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was still me because I, like, don't know how to not be me for long. Because when I'm not me for long, like, I will literally, like, get sick. Like, or, like, something will happen. Like, oh, okay. And it's, like, and then I'm, like, fuck, am I being yeah, me? Because, right, right. like, what's going on? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it'll, it'll, like, I'll hit a wall. I'm not the type of person that can, like, you know, do something and, like, wait for karma to hit me in years. It'll happen in that moment. Like, right. I will, like, say fuck you to someone and, yeah. then, like... The, my my uh pant like uh loop will get stuck on the door and my right, rip yeah, right yeah, off yeah. like it's like so instantaneous for me in this lifetime I don't know I don't know what was going on in the past lifetime right. maybe I had that grace but I don't have it here I don't like right. I have the grace to handle the fact that I don't have <laughs> the grace of karma in long term like time wise right? right simultaneously something I did want to also just tap in on you know, is we touched on the aspect of, like, not letting other people define you. But I think there's a difference between that and, like, also allowing people to ground you. Because sometimes with our gifts, we can be like, I'm just going to do this and pull this out of nowhere yeah. and, and fuck money and, uh, and capitalism and, and, and nine to fives and fuck that shit. Yeah. And it's like, because, yeah, we're seeing something. Yes, we're tapping into something. But then it's like, you know, you hit a wall or you hit a moment or you hit an age. And you're just like, well, I need to learn about taxes, bro. Like, I need to understand what an LLC is if I'm going to take it out. How am I going to get a first-time homeowner's loan? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what? how do I change my oil mm -hmm. in my car? Like, what goes on? How do you change the filters in your house so you're not constantly breathing in the dust? Like, you need the three-dimensional shit. And listen, I was the number one advocate away from it. I was like, fuck that. You don't really need that shit. The most important thing that you need is, you know, your... You, the most important thing that you need is your your spirit, your intuition. Like, that's what you need the most. Like, And it's true. Like, that's that's real. That's real. You know, but, like, everyone comes from a different spectrum. And sometimes people are meant to say certain things and they're going to trigger you and they might even discourage you, but they're really just meant to ground you. You got to also keep in mind who's saying these things. I know plenty of times like my dad, my sister, my elder, like they said different things like that have popped my bubble. Like, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? This is what I want to do. You know, my inner child is like, can't be me. But it, but think about it. Think about a kid writing on a wall. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, here's a piece of paper. You can't write on that wall. You don't got wall painting over money, kid. You got to write on this paper. So it's redirecting. It's also understanding that aspect, which I just wanted to shine a light on because that's been a later integration for me. You know, that's not something that I've always been super open to. And I still might put up a little battle, but I get it better now. You know what I'm saying? I could get it. Like, if I say something, I'll be like, nah. And then, like, five minutes later, I'll be like, yeah, but, like, I'll tell them tomorrow, yeah. I'll let them know tomorrow that there was a yeah, but, like, I'll get there, you know? (laughs) No, no, yeah. Um, First of all, I I personally like it when, when, like, I mean, that's your truth. You know what I mean? And, like, it was your experience. So, like, I do apologize if I misinterpreted that. I just wanted to shine light on the on the spectrum of the both. 100%. 100%. Because I did mention, like, positive. I put emphasis on the positive. Okay. Yeah. This no, yeah, for sure. This is your first time being a host on the podcast. This is true. This is true. This is my first time. I need some grace, some grace for myself. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. So I appreciate that. But um, if I may, I'm going to just put my two cents on that because I think that's a very important conversation. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that then... Well, then... After reflecting, after reflecting what you just said, I can I can confidently say that despite what may others may have intended to re, to respond to your gifts, and though it may have affected you, you still decided at the end of the day whether you liked it or not, whether you were aware of it or not, that this is a part of who you are. And at some point in your life, you were like, I'm going to fight for this. At some point in your life, like despite what is essential for me to remain on what this whole experience on earth is and just what comes with that, the baggage with that, the gifts with that. It's the same relation to your gifts. It's one of the biggest teachers to your gifts. That goes back to, you know, with the kid on the wall. Now, hold on. I'm going to have to disagree with that because that's how we got graffiti artists. Let's not get it twisted, okay? I want to... <laughs> Listen, well, I'm just saying, you know, you have you got this nice wallpaper, you got vinyl, you did a nice art. And what how would you feel if, you know, you had a child and one of your favorite art pieces, they were like, you know what I should do? I should run this this waxy ass, ugly red right through it. Okay, let's take it off the wall. Let's make it personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could sit there and, of course, you can handle it with grace and be like, wow, that added a great touch. But what if it didn't? Mm-hmm. What if it was, like, you know, something that you said over and over again, like, don't walk around without the top of the lid on, on your drink. And then the, the, the great juice goes and spills all over the, all of the paper. Now the paper is ripping. It's like it's about creating a safe space, in my opinion, my perspective at this point in, in my big old age, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like ideally what I aspire to do and what I feel like some of the loved ones around me have tried to do uh, despite how I may receive it or despite how it's still been delivered is create a safe space for that inner child to express the way it needs to and do the things that it needs to do without harming or affecting other people that aren't consensually asking for it. Very true. Very true. I respect that. I respect that. I think that takes a lot of um a lot of like self-control. 
you know, and it it goes back to that relation. You know, I think we're just we're just beings that see and do. Monkey see, monkey do. So, and for good reason. You know, you play with fire, you better come find out. If you if you fuck around, come and find out. Literally, I think it's it's definitely a part of the lessons, and um, I would say that like there is definitely um. That is part of the responsibility with your inner child to understand what it takes to kind of allow that child to get to know itself in a different way. You know, that, okay, well, since this isn't coming from a place where I can visually, you know, immediately everyone can translate it as, oh, I know what this is. You need some sort of way to express that correctly. But if you start blabbing curse words and not like, you know, it's... It's training. You got it. You need your training wheels, and after that, you need to upgrade your bike. And now you need someone to show you how to ride that bike. And after that, that may have not been the best teacher. May have, matter of fact, you may have not needed that type of teacher. You may have needed five teachers, and just might have to find five more. In that journey, you find the person who really showed you how to ride. In that journey, you realize that's how they roll, and you need to find that for yourself. And so, I feel like the best way to tap into that. It's to definitely question that within yourself. Understand what it takes to bring that to fruition and explore the intentions with that. Do you want to make this an hour of your day? Nothing but all day? Do you want to make this to where you can make a million dollars? Do you want to just be living life a nomad? You know, do you want to be broke? Do you want to die for this? When do you want to die for this? You know, and obviously we're the two type of people that just view it this way. <laughs> Some people are just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm just going to graph it. <laughs> I'm just going to paint. I'm just going to make music. I'm living life. I'm living momentarily. And I needed to hear that. <laughs> I need. I really needed to hear that. It's like, it's like realizing that not everyone is experiencing reality this intensely. And it's like, and there's, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's like, it's like a chin check. You're like, oh, you're not like face deep in, in the in the stress and the concern of how absolutely everything you're going to do with this particular niche is going to affect right. every living thing that has right. ever existed. Oh. Okay, maybe I could chill a little. <laughs> and, then, and then that, yo. <laughs> maybe just relax a second. Like, <laughs> is it a July 5th thing? Is it a what is it? Right, like, right. Like, who knows? You know yeah. Because we just got... You know, for y'all that don't know, I, I strongly recommend for you guys to, I don't remember what number it is, but there's an episode that I have Danny on and I have my I, my other friend Steven on. I was going to call him July 5th because, you know, that's my nickname for him. <laughs> like, but it doesn't apply in this one because we're all July 5th. So we have an episode that is about being born on July 5th. So definitely tap in with that. And um, I think that that would be something fun for us to do too is like, after this one, listen to that one, and then listen to this one, and kind of like see the difference because like we just met each other then. You know? Dude, it hasn't been like even a full year, and yes, for sure check out. I mean, check out all Ashley's videos, but especially that one because that's my podcast debut. <laughs> I'm gonna sound completely different. I was shy as hell that day, but then like as soon as like again, and I think this is part of just like with the discussion that we're having. It's the fact that we were able to relate to one another. And relate to other people so well, not even relate. Because again, it's the accepting, rejecting, you know, changing it. Like a big part of me, a big part of like um, my life is the failures in it. 
you know, and there's a connotation to that. There's like, well, when you fail, that means you're a failure, you know, like, and I feel like that's how people kind of view it. And you can go down the rabbit hole with that. But for me, in any story, the hero has to fail. The main character has to fail. Characters have to fail in order to realize a certain truth in order to develop them and become stronger. And it's very subjective to everybody. And, um, you know, I think a big part of that can come from like the best places or the worst places. And it can happen at all times. It can happen at the same time. It can happen at different times. And it can come from especially a place to where when you truly are breaking down what you need to do in order to make you satisfied um, with this, you're going to have probably the hardest questions to ask yourself. And a lot of us just sometimes can't cope with that. So please, I stress to give yourself grace with that. Surround yourself with people who are seeking that for themselves and to always challenge yourself, you know, always challenge the fact that this is a kid at the end of the day. This is just a person learning. So there is a balance with that. You know, there's a balance to give it enough love, but not to the point where you're coddling it, not to the where you're disassociated with reality. You know, you're out on the street. And to be honest with you, I was willing to do that at a certain point. I was willing to do that based on what others' expectations were for me. But I came to the understanding that that just, I was living a certain way to where this was my escape. And it reflected on the fact that, well, it doesn't have to be my escape. Matter of fact, it can be my reality. Matter of fact, it doesn't have to only be my only reality. It can be integrated well, just like eating. Eating is a big part of my life, but it's not what I think about 24-7. You know, I think about my family. I think about, you know, I think about so many things, but... One thing that has been prevalent on my mind is kind of what we've been talking about, which is just how to really like learn what I guess I'm comfortable with existing, knowing that I have this talent. What's it meant for? And what I find interesting is that a lot of cultures found a way to communicate that and express that within their own way. And it's the fact that it was so integrated in their life, it became spiritual, it became religious. And it broadens the way you can experience art, the way you can experience life. And I just want to tap to my own research that I've experienced. You know, anyone, I'm sure some people may disprove it. I don't really care about that. I'm just going to say what I've seen and what I've experienced in my own understandings. But um, I know I have indigenous roots to the Americas. And um, what I've came to notice is that the way they communicated with one another was the fact that they drew pictures. They drew characters. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And through the history books, you know, they were just said, yeah, and that's how they communicate. Boom, the end. You know, but then you go to the Greeks, you go to the, you know, to the, the Japanese, you go to the Chinese, you go to Italy, you go to, you go to these places where it was not only just a part of the culture, it's how they innovated things. It's how they came to evolve their society. It was it's how they deepened their relationship to the world. It's how they came together with one another. It's how wars were started. You know? It's um it's a perfect place of just destruction and creation and everything else in between. And so I really do believe that it kind of reflects on what you were saying before. It's the fact that you can say something so wild to somebody. You can express something to where it can shake their own reality. And it probably hurts the most when it shakes yourself. 
it makes you not want to touch it anymore. It makes it not, you know, where you can't function in life, you know? And um, I just, um, right now, I'll just share that personally, my journey is to discover where what that means for me since, like I said before, this is in my blood. This is just something I can't reject. This is not just something I joy or love. You know, this is just part of my reality now. And I needed a big way to see that. You know, I needed to understand that, you know, it's it's going to be always be there. I need to trust that whether I'm drawing every day, only drawing momentarily. It's part of my job. It's part of my, you know, just 30 minutes of enjoyment, you know. But I have to accept that. And I have to understand, I guess, how others move in a way that I can come to my own conclusion or adopt some of the beliefs I did. Because at the end of the day, that seems pretty truthful to them what I've seen other people use art for, which is just at the end of the day profit, you know. And I think a lot of people use their own gifts outside of art, outside of expression to gain over things from a place of lack of. And I think that's just not how you should move confidently. So I want to ask you, because I know you're a person who, especially in this podcast, has invited many different walks of life, but especially the people who have kind of taught you the ways on how you move now and the practices that you, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm standing in the space where you made it your career. So congrats, congrats to you for that. You know, and I want to ask you, um, how's that journey been reconnecting with that? And kind of recognizing that this is not just a fantasy. This is real. This is something to where, you know, I met a person. I met someone who was not just appreciative of my gifts, but can say like, yo, like you can better your life with this. You can better other people in your life with this. You can better people you never even met. Most importantly, you can better your relationship with what you can experience your reality, you know? And I would just love to know, I guess, just your thoughts on that. It's something that's really present. You know, we're sitting in this new space that I'm now renting and that I had some of my friends come in and help me design. Shout out to Lori. Word. Shout out to Lori. Shout out to Pudgy. <laughs> shout out to Tenny. Shout out to anyone else. And I forgot. Shout out to Jen. You know, shout out to everybody that, you know, had a part of this, you know, and, and curated an energy into this, you know. Shout out to everybody um, that prayed for this journey, you know. That, that purchased anything for me, that, that, that thought, just thought about this for me, you know. Um, and uh, it's very surreal. I mean, you asked me how I'd navigate it. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I'm navigating it right now. Yeah. And it's looking like um, following through. I, 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 I believe in myself. I, it took a long time for me to do that. And um, I've been constantly tested in every way, shape imaginable. I'm sure I have more to go, plenty more. And um, it's just about following through at this point. It's just about showing up, putting energy into it, and following through. And I feel like that's how we ended up even being here to do the pod today is because I've been, you know, I've done like a slow opening, a, a soft opening. And um, 
I haven't actually done that yet. I actually need to do something. <laughs> but like I, I like I opened it up to some clients. Is what I'm trying to say. And um, word of mouth, you know. But I, before advertising, putting it out there, because there's this is a space that many mediums are kind of running through, you know. Um, all centering holistic, you know. This duality podcast. My business is duality holistics, and it involves everything from readings to energy work to facial treatments to body contouring to yoni steams to all different things, you know, everything in between. And um, and I'm sure there'll be more and I'm sure I'll subtract and whatever sticks and whatever. I just feel that at this point, you know, it's like I can't hoard this knowledge, you know. I'm an herbal school dropout. Um, <laughs> and, like, after I'm done writing... Um, composing my book for my master's in Reiki that I've been completing for two years. Uh, I am going to go back into herbal school. I reached out to them, and they were like, of course, like, you know, you, you paid for it. <laughs> like, it's waiting for you whenever you're ready. And I'm like, okay, cool. As much as I want to jump back into it right now, I'm like, no, you have a lot on your plate right now. Let's, let's focus. Let's ground. Let's complete one task before starting another. How am I? Experiencing it, how am I, you know, what was the word you used? Well, it was in relation to your ancestors, and it was in relation to how, I guess, your journey with it, and, mm -hmm. like, your experience with it, mm -hmm. how it is just innately just a party, whether you like it or not. Yeah, like, it's just the worthiness is the main thing. You know, it's like, why not me? Like, mm. I put money in people's pockets, and I love to do that for these services. And I will continue to do that because your girl needs it, right? If I'm doing it, I can't just do it for myself. I can't just do it for other people. Like, I need to go to people, too. You know, that's why I got my people. You know, and, like, that's why every time I go to a practitioner, I ask them who does them. My therapist, I, first question I asked, I was like, do you go to therapy? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Like, how often? You know? <laughs> Not to be invasive. Like, you know, if you don't feel comfortable at answer, you don't have to. But, like, it's so important. And, like, why not me? It's, like, at, at, at this point, I can't use years of, of lack of experience. Like, I have years of experience in, in centering this as a lifestyle, as a as a learning experience, like I, I, this has been a part of my life for always, but I've been actively choosing it since I'm 17. So it's gonna be, you know, I'm 27, so that's 10 years, and I'm gonna be 28. So it's gonna be 11 years, you know? And it's like, that's when I've been actively choosing, actively reading, actively learning. You know, of course, does that look like every day? Nah, like if you see me out and you see me doing whatever, like, that was also a part of my learning, my journey. A person yeah, and or a, I feel like specifically when it comes to like anything spiritual based, there's like this assumption that this person needs to be a monk and needs to be this and only this. And it's, it's not, so, in my perspective, it's not so much that they need to look and be a certain way. It's how do you feel around them when they're not? in that specific light. Because I know for me, like, my elder, my sister, like, the people, the people in my community, you know, and 
like when I'm not around like what them in ceremony it's like it's it's also really cool like it's a really cool experience because it's like look at you humaning over here but still being integral you know like you catch me on the worst day I'm still gonna be me I'm still gonna be me and that I give honor and reverence to my ancestors that I give honor and reverence to to creator to the great mystery and to to spirit in all shapes and forms that I understand and don't understand, you know, because it's beyond me, you know, and it's it's everything before me. It's seven generations before me. It's going to be seven generations after me, because I'm actively choosing to heal these things. Fuck breaking the cycles. What do you do after it's broken? You know, you gotta heal it. You gotta mend it. Like that's a journey. That's going to be lifetime. I'm never gonna be healed enough to my own perfectionistic. Mm-hmm standards you know if i go by that then i won't ever be able to provide a service and i'll die hoarding all of the knowledge that i've ever accumulated so for me that's my relation is just the worthiness like i'm worthy to put myself out there and also like I know that I, I know my intentions. Like yeah. I know my heart. Like wow, yeah. I know what I'm doing it for. Mm-hmm. Why I'm so like I love to reference people. Mainly the people that I reference for the things that I offer aren't in arm's reach. They're they're five hours away. You know, so it's like not to say there's nobody out. There are some people, you know, but why not reference me? Why not? Why not be a recommendation for myself? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's the worthiness, it's the applying it. The more I apply what I learn, the more I honor my own words to myself, the more I'm integral in the way that I live. Not to say that I am in every shape or form. You know, I might say, like, I'm going to wash the dishes and then not do it. You know, what I mean? I'm yeah, going to yeah. do the laundry, not do it. Like, I'm a fucking person. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I'm working on that. I'm working on building that because when I... Instead of saying, oh, I'm going to do this unrealistic expectation when I'm exhausted, I just don't say it now. Right. I'm, I'm trying to, you know. And, right. and I, that's helping me develop an immense amount of respect, honor, and trust with myself. And in that trust, I'm like, well, I'm trustworthy. Like, obviously, I'm trustworthy. Like, I literally want the best for people. Like, my bloody beating heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, literally. you can know me at any, any phase of my life. You know, the good, the bad, even on the people that I hurt in my life. Because I'm once again, I'm a human. I could I could try to move the best that I can, but people are still going to get hurt. I don't believe that there's any person that could, could say that, you know. And I'm not trying to challenge that because I'm sure somebody could always say something. But to my knowledge, I've always been rooted in that for as far as, you know, I've been actively on this journey and like to the best capacity. But the thing is, is like when we start these journeys, right, when we're of life, right, being born, we could think we're doing something so great and still be hurting a lot of people. So it's the process of unknowing, the process of accountability. And that's what I think separates like integrity from just like speech is the action. Like you see someone holding accountability for themselves. It's, it's like, okay, I was wrong. 
you know, it's not about perfection. It's about accountability. When you did something that was not so great and that hurt somebody, like, are you able to be accountable? I feel like that's where the real, the true love is because you're going to hurt people. But can you take accountability for it? You know? And, like, to wrap up what I'm saying is essentially, yeah, that connection with my ancestors, I feel like, you know, this 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 uh, this chapter and this thing that I'm healing right now, this uh, pattern, is all about my relationship with myself and what it looks like and how finding the worthiness to give myself my own time, to give myself my own energy, and most of all, to give myself my own belief and worthiness. Yeah. Wow. Um, I got to give pause to that. Like, that's, like, I need a moment for that. Like, no I understand that yeah it's like you're talking about the responsibility that come like but like not not coming from you in a in a sense it's like the correct yeah yeah it's beyond you 100% yeah thank you yeah definitely thank you so it's the fact yeah it's the fact that through your journey in life you kind of like I mean look to be honest with you, no one knows the what's going on. <laughs> and guess what? A hundred percent, neither did the people before us. But guess what? It was in those moments that all they can do was rely on them, on themselves and their own gifts, and especially the people who trusted themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I mean, who are you going to trust? The person who is just doubtful and confident and is led by insecurity, who doesn't believe in themselves, who doesn't believe in what they can do? Um, and how it's okay to accept that if that may not resonate, you know, there, there's a many, I'll I'll put it like this. There's many artists, extremely talented, but what are they doing it for? It's don't got to resonate with me, but I can say that it's beautiful. You know, I can say all these amazing artists who are in the limelight, who are defined time, but guess what? Some of them, if I'm being real, were disgusting. They were hurtful. You know, like some of them took the credit over others. Some of them used it for their own benefit against others. So it's just really accountability, 100%. But at the end of the day, you're, whether you like it or not, you're going to eventually recognize what your intentions were. And you got to just accept that. And some people do accept that. And they still rock with it, despite what other people think. That matter of fact, I'm sure that makes them feel a certain way. It makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel a certain connection to God. And I to me... It's like the purity of the heart, too. Right, right, right. You know, and that can be on a different spectrum. I mean, to me, like, when I when I say that, it is, it's kind of coming from a negative place. I won't lie to you. It's coming from just um, that divine truth that can be extremist, that can be hurtful to others. And you have to ask, like, themselves, and they have to ask themselves, and then you have to ask yourself, like, your relationship with that. Because at the end of the day, if a bear is coming at you, of course you're gonna defend yourself. You didn't have you didn't have any intention to hurt that bear, but it's when it took your food, it's when it took your child. It's like, what are you gonna do then? You know. So definitely, definitely, the worthiness to recognize the truth of your own reality and your response to that. And 
how it affects others too. Like how it affects others. Like exactly what you're saying in the art community is exactly what I was saying in the spiritual community when we were in the car before. It's like you can meet so many people that are like super intuitive. They are incredible readers. Well, what are they doing? Are they doing it to trick people into paying thousands of dollars to do ceremony, to do readings, to do this, to do that, so that they're good? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get paid for your services. They shouldn't get exchanged. But, like, we know what that feels like to, like, charge an adequate amount. And I feel like that can be in any spectrum. And that's why there's, like, the pull, the put, the, the repulsion towards, like, certain spiritual aspects that people have because they might have experienced that. And then right. there's also the the need and the demand for the people that see that and are like, nah, like we're going to honor our ancestry in an integral way. like Because that's the response. That's the response that's called from what is the, like, look, that's just saying like, yo, I know that it doesn't resonate. As a matter of fact, there's a better way to do that. Mm. And like... Embodiment. Embodiment. Being the person that you need to see, that you want to see, the energy that you want to fill in a room. Mm -hmm. Being it. Because at the end of the day, we can talk shit about that, the way that person's doing it, the way that person's doing it. But if we don't get up and do something, we're just going to be talking. We're just going to be feeling. So who's going to combat that energy? Whether that's in the spiritual realm, in the, in the mental realm, in the art realm, in the, in, in the fitness realm, whatever it is. If you see people doing something and it doesn't resonate for you and or the collective of, of what you're seeing, like, who's going to get up and do it? You're being shown that for a reason. You have sight to that for a reason. Put the action into it. Believe that you're being shown. The only reason you're being shown something is because you either have the ability to do something about it and or tell someone who can. And that's up to you to figure that out. And to live up with any action that you make, even an action to not make an action is just... A part of that, an action to be patient with it, an action to be, you know, move with just instinct, you know, and um, I mean, it just calls again to the just the survival of it all, and how look, we gotta eat, we gotta move, and sometimes you have to deal with people that you may not, you know, choose to, like, out of favoritism, out of out of like optimal situation, you you know, like we just gotta integrate and you gotta move with certain people um, on a daily basis, on a daily basis, whether you like it or not. You got to talk to the boss you hate. You got to confront that family member, you know, just like, it's part of life. Mm -hmm. It's part of life. You can't just go around avoiding it or else it's just going to resurface in another person in another place in another time. So address that energy that's coming for you and show it your teeth or transmute it or do whatever the fuck you got to do because only you know how to do what you got to do when you got to do it. And that just calling your inner child. That goes it's exactly back to not only your desires, but what I think and what we've kind of been talking about is just your desires is something that you kind of can't change once you acknowledge, once you know, immediately once you acknowledge, you know. But it's the process and not of the surface ones, like the depthful ones, like when you've tied, made a graph to, okay, this equals this equals this goes down to the one thing, just to clarify that. Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah, you caught that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. Yeah. No, you're fine. Because, like, desires can be, like, so many people have desires. Not all desires are 
optimally the desirable. Like, for 100%. the collective, you know what I mean? It might be desirable for you in the temporary moment, but that could be fleeting, you know what I mean? Looking at a beautiful woman and being like, wow, you're so beautiful, I would love to be with you in any shape or form while being in a relationship is a desire, but is it optimal? Is it optimal for you? Is it optimal for your partner? Like, probably not, unless you've had consent to, to do that, right? You know? That's that's all I'm trying to say with that. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. But then you go backwards, but you're like, okay, well, why am I desiring the person? Oh, because oh, they make me feel like this, or they look like this, and it reminds me of this, and you keep going back. Why? 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 You'll find your inner child. Sitting and he'll give waiting. you the... <laughs> Sitting there waiting to be acknowledged. And he'll give you the answer. They'll give you the answer. But are you willing to do the work to go back? Because you're not just going to get it. Imagine what your inner child feels like from being neglected. It's like in the corner, like, like I don't know who to trust. Like, it's going to act out. Yeah, it's going to act like, I don't trust you. I don't trust that. You know, I'm just going to come out when you're not looking, when you're spending, when you're overeating, when you're overindulging. That's still our inner child being a menace because it doesn't feel safe. Because when we're in front of it, it doesn't feel heard or seen. So you got to speak up to your inner child. I believe you. I trust you. You're right. And when you don't do that, is when you get the fear, when you get the uncertainty, when you get the insecurity, when you don't, when you aren't seen um, in any light, you know, or the light that you wish you could be seen in. And I think that's a lot to where we can, as humans, just, you know, we're not perfect people. You know, we're going to scream at each other. We're going to fight one another. You know, we're going to destroy ourselves in that process. You know, and that is part of the responsibility of that, is learning, like, wow, I did mess that up. Wow, this person did try to hurt me. You know, this, these aren't the things that, you know, I was once told were, you know, we're going to be part of life. Could I have handled that? And it's easy to go down the slippery slope of just losing yourself in that. And ultimately, you can come to conclusions that may be true in a sense, but not the whole truth. Going back to the desires where, yeah, you did have an attraction for that woman. But guess what? Like, have you even explored what that means for yourself? Have you really... You may feel a certain way about it, but that may be your only experience with how to express that. And you may not have the true desire. You may never have that. I'm, you know, like, it goes back, like, for me, for instance, like, my desire is to, to be at peace. I was telling you this today. And to, to maintain that peace. But sometimes you have to fight for, for peace. And morale, like, morale-wise, that contradicts it in itself. It is no longer about control. It's about chaos. And... You can easily lose sense of that. You can easily lose sense of what that means. The best part about it is just kind of just experience it. You may not like it at first. Actually, this may hurt you most of your life <laughs> until you have moments to where you go, well, that was needed because now I'm here and I understand something differently. And now I can integrate my inner child in a different way. I can speak to them differently. I can hold space for them to have their little playground, to be put in bedtime, you know, to have that relation with, you know, other kids, you know, in a safe space to have the right people around them because they're the symbol of just pure innocence. And it's very easy to a molding mind to just move it to any direction. And being aware of that, being aware of what is expected of you, again, is in relation to what we've been talking about this whole time. And there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you want to fulfill that. Because it's probably coming from a place of you recognize that there is the truth of that in that too. And it's bothering you. It should bother you. But what are you going to do about that? Mm. Honestly, they didn't doubt it before us. 
honestly, they just moved without overthinking it and crumbling. You don't learn about those people in history. You learn about the people who were, whether right or wrong, they moved how they wanted to move. Mm -hmm. But we have this opportunity, especially with these tools now, especially just in our culture, to just see the, our own BS, our own BS within our family, within our friend group. Just like you, you just you didn't get to watch that show, you know, and it could have been the best show of your life, but you know what? So what? It's okay. You make a move to where it changes your whole life. You need to just accept that. It may come later. It may not. You may, this may be the only thing you're worrying about, but at the end of the day, you're going to find something that really resonates with you. And you can reflect back on the things that troubled you at the time. And you can say that, look, I needed some time. Even if it's with your own gifts. Even if it's with the things that you care about the most, that could be just not only one gift. You know, I'm technically talking about a broad spectrum of gifts, but it could be just one popping in your mind. Or it can be multiple. A gift, in my mind, could just be putting work into like some food, cooking great food. And, you know, you can just give that to somebody and it hits them in a certain way. It heals them. You know, like just saying something, saying nothing sometimes. Whatever it may be, there's always going to be a balance to that. And sometimes a balance to that is chaos. And you need to accept that. It's a parad it's a it's a it's um what is that? A paradox. It's a paradox. Just like a lot of things in life, whether you like it or not. And the more you open yourself to that, you need to be careful with that because then you're going to learn. And when you, when you learn, you're not a master. It's not like, oh, this makes sense. Boom. It's done. I learned it. Level up. I get this achievement, this achievement, this achievement. Nah. That's just a, that's just a concept to help you reflect back on what's actually happening. So I'm really, just, I'm really speaking to myself. If I'm being really honest, because I need to hear these things, mm -hmm. and if it, if no one if no one else is gonna say it, I'm gonna say it to myself, because I know I'm one of the hardest working people, but I can also feel like the laziest. I can also feel like the most miserable. I can feel like the biggest piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I can feel like the most privileged. I can feel like the most underprivileged, and I can say that's all facts. But it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It really doesn't. You're not gonna be here, you know, like at some point. So you might as well just enjoy it. But you might as well do it with grace and just be acknowledgeable of what you're doing. You may hurt some people just moving this way, but I think that's okay, depending on what you're rooted in. What you're rooted in, yeah. And if if because that's not your intention to hurt someone. Right, it's, it's not your intention. Byproduct of you following through for yourself. Could you repeat that? I said it's not the intention to hurt people. It's a byproduct of you honoring what you need to do for yourself. Thank you for repeating that. I felt like that needed to be said twice. For sure. And just like, again, it goes back to just if you fuck up. Because we're not perfect. We're not these gods. We're a part of it. We're a part of that answer. But we're not the whole answer. If we were the whole answer, this wouldn't be worth living. If we just had a, a map. If we just had ash, da, 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 da. You know, like bullet point, bullet point, 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 the end. There's no meaning to that. There's no purpose to that. There's no, mystery there's, to that. there's no mystery. And the ether in that, the cloud in that, you need to walk through it. I mean, you do it unconsciously. You do it and say, like, shit, what am I going to eat today? 
And I think if people looked at it like that with the things that they cared about, with the things that troubled them, you know, if you live within a certain spectrum of chaos, if you let things flow while allowing the, the grace of control as well, there's ways to look at it. And sometimes you got to do it the other way. Sometimes you need to lose your mind. Sometimes you got to be so obsessive that people are not going to believe in you. And you're going to be going insane at these concepts. But neither of them are wrong and neither of them are true. you got to just trust the fact that you don't know. And it's okay. Because none of them knew. But guess what? They're like, hey, I don't know. Oh, yeah, me neither. You want to go hang out? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm kind of hungry. Oh, I know how to cook. Okay, word. But I, wait, actually, though, I can't cook. Why? Because, well, I don't have wood. Oh, I got this axe. I built this axe. I can chop down some wood. Okay, cool. Damn, I'm pretty grateful when another person walks by. I know how to make sure that we enjoy this right. You know, I can prepare this well. Okay, cool. A few more people come. Oh, can we dance? Can we play some music? Because I feel like we need to appreciate this in a certain way. We need to put it out there that we're feeling this that this doesn't mean anything unless we acknowledge how much meaningfulness there is, how we survive the fact that, look, this guy who freaking chopped down the wood, he, um, you know, he almost lost his hand doing this. No, matter of fact, he lost his hand, and he still kept chopping it down. <laughs> he still kept chopping it down. He was like, no, nah, we're going to eat. We're going to eat. <laughs> the hand was in there. <laughs> oh, plot twist. This is my mind, guys. <laughs> this is where I go. It's 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 a constant thing, and I feel like you know being aware of the chaos. Like looking at we 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 appreciate lights. When we go into a room, we don't have to light a candle anymore, right? We don't have to cause friction to create the chaos that creates a flame, right? Because like the same thing goes with lights, and anyone who's an electrician understands anyone who takes the time to understand electricity, like, if you turn on the light, now electricity is chaotically, con- contains chaos, is going through a wire nonstop, like nonstop. That's why you, you touch it, a live wire, you get shocked because that's just like boom, 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 boom. You feel me? Like, but probably faster than that. Like, that had rhythm. It's probably just like a screech because of how fucking fast it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's chaotic. That's how true it is. My bracelet fell off. It's chaotic. You feel me? But like, you got to have both. You have chaos. You have order. You know what I mean? And you have the safe space to navigate both. But when things get too stale, I mean... That, that's I don't want I don't want to give the wrong kind of encouragement. I was gonna say when things is that like you know you have to you have to shake things up and that's true, but like not in like the the the, the other spectrum of like things that are safe and now I have to create chaos. You know what I mean? Because like I've came from that spectrum, so I understand. So I'm not trying to give anyone the wrong advice. Just know, you know what I'm saying? Just listen to yourself and do what you feel you need to do. I'm not offering advice. This is just and you'll my find experience. out. And yeah, you'll fuck around, find out. That's it. That's that's just the way of of life. You know, like if you. If you don't fuck around, you won't find out. And you have to ask yourself, are you okay with not finding out? True. Because I, I, I personally rather get zapped just to know. Um, just, to, just to follow through with that. 
data experience if it's that important to you. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really do believe that as well. I really do believe the fact that, like, I didn't, I, I, I really do believe, like, there was a, there was a continuous flow unconsciously, consciously, and super consciously, you know, that I didn't have a choice in this, and sometimes I did, and now I'm here. What am I going to, how am I going to respond to that? It's just the reality of that. The only way I can kind of navigate is just trusting my gifts, you know? How are we doing on time? Okay, yep, not bad, not bad. We said a lot. We said a lot. I kind of want to end it on one thing, though. The fact that we did kind of come to here. I'm surprised how we came to here. I wasn't sure this was going to work. But then, again, I was just like, fuck it. Like, this is what we do. So I got to trust that. Uh, yeah, I guess one more. Yeah, for sure. I got to trust that. I got to trust the fact that. Oh, oh we have two more. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Just throw in. All right, all right. I mean, it's, it's, it's room tip. I, I didn't want to. Right, We're just drinking diluted tea. It's all right. We're hydrating. Extra hydrating. Hydra- yeah, and it's, sometimes things need to get diluted. But, like, in a good way. Like, you know, to add more hydration. Only the- dilute things if you need more hydration. Period. Ash. 2023. 20, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I lost where I was going. Uh, fuck it, whatever. Um, I wanted to end this, yeah, with just the fact that we came here and the fact that we trusted where this was going to go and it turned out, honestly, amazing. I want to say thank you just for this conversation before I continue. Thank you. I needed this conversation and I needed to have it here. I needed to have this conversation with you. I needed to have this conversation with these walls, with the, with these pieces of wood that I, me and Lori stained, you know what I'm saying? With the little hanging chair and, and the herbs and, you know, the little piece of the cedar tree. And like all that stuff, you know, all these little things and from all these different aspects of me. I needed to have a conversation with all these stuff. I needed to hear and and listen and say and be. And I thank you so much for being you, for coming here, for wanting to do this, for trusting the process, and for navigating this and giving me also an experience to take a back seat and, um, or a passenger seat, rather, right? And uh, enjoy the ride. I think that's one of my gifts then. If it's coming from you, man, which... To be honest with you, first of all, thank you so much. That means so much to a point where it's what I see in you a lot. It's because I'm like on this platform that I feel like I'm tapping into that. Now I can recognize that as something that I feel like is passed off from the master to the student. Because I'm willing to just acknowledge that I need that in order for me to just navigate this spiritual life. The fact that I, you know, of course, you know, and I've told you this, like, I didn't even recognize that this was a thing until... You know, I started seeing the things. And then when I wasn't sure if it was real, I had people like you in my life to just kind of reintegrate that. And it was up to me to see if I wanted to trust that or not. Respectfully. 
character change. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, with that being said, I really do appreciate that you got the chance to recognize with it, with that, that within yourself. And of course, like it's just healing to me, you know. It's the fact that I get to say it to a person I'm pretty very close with, you know. And um, you know, I need to hear this as much as I'm saying it. To be honest, I'm I'm surprised that it comes out of me. But I, I want to get to know that more. I want to see where that goes because I have opportunities to know that my gifts just don't lie on visual. It can rely on verbal. It can lie. A medium is just a, mute, a medium. A tool is just a tool. It's just how you use it. It's interchangeable. It's just about finding whatever, wherever it wants to ground. Exactly. And I think come, coming to that recognition, I just know I'm going to invent things. I'm going to just set environments to where we can have those relationships that, you know, me and Ash have had in our past lives that people before us have shared. Shit, you may have knew my great, 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 you know, like we we could have been connected and like I'm pretty sure. It's like it's there. I mean, we're born on the same day and we're both Colombian. Like this is like there's Bro. a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to give everybody how we know this, but <laughs> it's kind of crazy and it's a blessing the fact that I can find people in resonation, not just from, you know, the motherland or like, you know, like, it's the fact that you can find people from all different walks of life and you can tap, you can kind of like bring that back and just like, yo, we all kind of come from the same place where it's genuine and it's up to us if we want to use it. So with that, I want to see, I'll say my piece as far as just what I see myself with a sustainable opportunity to achieve this, since we are talking about what it could be like seeing it. I mean, you're an example of just living it, you know, and I'm on my journey to just, you know, making sure that happens for me. And I know it's going to happen for me and it's only the start. So I want to know um, for Ash, you know, like I just want to let you know this actually, that I'll do, and not just to Ash, anybody who I consider my people, matter of fact, whether I, I only knew you for a day or a month or a year or all my life. The fact that I got an ability that I feel like can change people's lives, that I can change the way I express myself and I'm only doing it for myself because I know where it comes from and I'm doing all that I can to understand that and give myself grace to mess up, to evolve, to just exist, to have fun, to make it feel meaningful enough for me to be motivated to continue to do it because that's how they did it before us. And I know I'm going to have platforms and things that are out of this realm. And I just, I don't ask anybody for anything, matter of fact. I, I really do just want to say wait and see because it's coming. And I don't need an excuse for when it's coming. I don't need a date for that. I just know I'm trusting that because I gave myself the trust very recently with my inner child, having a conversation it's like, look, this is going to happen. Matter of fact, this is my life's goal to make sure I can bring this to any level I can. To the fact that I hope this affects people that are coming after me. I hope this reflects a positive light to the people who came before me in all spectrums. Not just my indigenous, too. I know I come from a bunch of different places. And I hope people can recognize that you know, I really am operating from that place, not of expectation of 
to the point where it's like controlling me. And I'm sure it does at times, but I got to let it flow. If it has to be that way, it has to be that way. If it's free flowing, good. If it's chaotic, if it crumbles down, if it's chaotic to the point where I make something incredible and meaningful and important, it could be essential. I don't know. I got to figure that out. Because I know I see it in my head and it's visceral and it's beyond me. It could be animation. It could be something physical. It could be something that makes me a shit ton of money or nothing. I think as long as I'm living, as long as I, I give myself the grace to keep trying to figure out what that means for me, whether or not I come to a conclusion, I just wish, I know, matter of fact, I know that I'm doing it right now once I come to that conclusion that is coming in a way that is going to feel right. And I trust everybody to just play with that. Because if you know it's coming, then give an example of that trust. And you'll be surprised what you can produce out of that. So I would like to ask you, after just me sharing this. I mean, I don't even know what you need to ask me after just saying that, because I feel like that covered it all, but sure. (laughs) I mean, I'm just sitting here still receiving what you just said. I appreciate that. I really do. I mean, how do you see yourself with that then? You know, I kind of express, I don't even know what that means. I just know how I want to move, right? (laughs) But you have now a space where you can do that. Mm -hmm. So whether you feel, you know what, we can leave it right here. Or, you know, I'll leave it to what you think. How you feel maybe you can implement. If that resonates so much, which I appreciate. I mean, that's full circle right there. But how do you see that working for yourself? How do you see that integrating just the meaningfulness on how you move in this space? Embodiment. Accountability. Grace. Compassion. Discipline, most of all, playfulness, fun, excitement, creativity, just showing up for myself. Even if it's coming into this space every day and just sitting here and doing whatever I need to do, whatever I want to do, and just putting the energy into this space. Um, Giving myself I've given myself the safe, the safety of these four walls. Now it's my time to bring that fluff. Now it's kind of my time to bring a little bit of the chaos um, in the safe way. And uh, I believe that that's like the divine masculine, divine feminine within ourselves. You know, the divine masculine is that structure and stability. And then the divine feminine and or if you don't resonate with those terms, it could be the yin and the yang. You know, that would be the yang and then the yin and or the divine feminine aspect is all about receiving. You know, the divine masculine is about giving. The divine feminine is actually about receiving and to allow myself to receive and to trust that I'm safe to receive because I've set up the structure which I can give give to myself and give to others so now I can receive so that's what I'm gonna say 
I think that's 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 just a great way to end it. I can't even I can't even follow that up. It's the 